Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Previously on Fortune Hunters, celebrating their victory over the Wyverns and the confused Aurochs, the party continued south before making camp along the road. Locke noticed a raven who appeared to be watching them and asked the others to kill it. Arrows and magic flew into the darkness as the raven fled, but they missed their mark. They didn't miss Max, however, returning from gathering firewood. The next morning, the journey continued, Locke keeping an eye out for creepy birds, and they came across a man galloping down the road. They stopped him to find out what was happening, but heard a scream from down the road. They found a cart carrying what appeared to be large wine casks, but were in fact cages for a pair of black oozes. The wagon guards were being overwhelmed, and so the party joined to help them. It was a rough battle, with Max's armor being corroded by the acidic creatures and Devil losing his altogether. But they were able to save one of the guards. Speaking again to the man they now realized was fleeing, they found he had been transporting the creatures to Valora for some purpose. The guard left to decide the man's fate, delivered justice on the point of his dagger. Welcome to Fortune Hunters. I'm Corvus, your DM, and with me are Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog, and I'm playing Gavor, half-orc barbarian. And Antitonic. Hi, I am Antitonic, and I am playing Lock on an Open Door, Tabaxi Bard Warlock. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing Running with Scissors, Tabaxi Rogue. Uh, Jeremy. Uh, hello, my name is Jeremy. I am playing Kiniel, uh, a drow uh, cleric of uh, uh, of Ion, uh knowledge cleric. And Navarin. Oh, hi, I'm Navarin. I'm playing Max, the half-orc uh, paladin. So, it's midday on the 7th of Hagram. You've gathered what, you, what wasn't dissolved on the cart, some some wine, a few coins, a few rations, and other basic supplies, and hit the road again. The rain that had been just lightly drizzling this morning seems to be picking up a bit. So, who would like to make me a survival check? Actually, my survival's fairly good, but I feel like somebody else's is probably better. No one else is actually trying. It's a wisdom-based role. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you remember our collective wisdom, right? I All think right, Davos uh, would kind of... Devil, so, devil would be willing to make the roll, but <laughs> if someone else wants to, you know what? I think they, it makes more sense for Tavor to make the roll, though. Yeah, devil that's fine. One being the being the scouty person. Yeah, it's it that works. Hmm, not bad. Cool. Yeah, that's that's enough. Um, looking out to the uh, to the east, uh, where you are on this road, 
on this map, which I'm not on the right page to see. You sort of this, the the land sort of just slopes gently down to the east towards the lake. So depending on how the terrain is precisely, whether there's forest and things like, occasionally you get glimpses of probably the lake in the distance. From that way, you the wind the wind is coming from the east, and it seems like it's picking up from what from your experienced wilderness. Uh, you know your wilderness experience. You think you're you're fairly confident there'll be a storm tonight. Hmm. Um, probably in the next, sometime in the next few hours. Hmm. Hitting your way. Are so, you not on the right? Are Are you not on the same map as us? Because you're. Oh, I I am now. I but, preparing our preparing the <laughs> we're about to do. I was. I actually. I was on a battle map preparing a fight you potentially might have if things go weird. I want to fight the weather. That sounds great. <laughs> that sorry, wasn't sorry, specifically I, the thing. Not actually m- d- making demands of the GM. It just was really funny in my brain. Oh, hold on. I, is... got, I, I swear there are elementals in this book somewhere. Yeah. Um, no, that's just where my brain somehow was like, oh, you might be fighting something. And you just mentioned storms. <laughs> oh, we must be fighting the clouds. You fight we're, some uh, storm giants. We're, we're about to fight <laughs> a, a, um, a, 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 a Kenyan princess slash goddess um, who is married to the king of Wakanda. Um, <laughs> and sometimes not. <laughs> See, I don't keep up with X-Men. So... Storm. Her <laughs> name is like... Storm and she is no, the lightning lady. It, I, I got it eventually, days. but I was like, didn't, I was like, who's, nobody marries the King of Wakanda. I saw that movie. No, He's no. single. Somebody <laughs> definitely marries the King of Wakanda. Very tragically single. And then they get divorced, and now they're back together again? <laughs> I, uh, of course they are. There's only so many black people in that. Oh my universe. god, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as egregious as no, other not. relationships it, that end up happening for that reason, but there's there's definitely a logic to it, um, yeah. a storyline logic to it. But anyways, we diverted quickly. I'm proud. <laughs> it's all right. I like these. This is fun. Um, so yeah, I assume unless unless you're telling me otherwise, you start heading south, um, packing up from your. This cart, who I assume you just leave there, because what else are you going to do with it? Other than other than the uh, crates of wine, which Davor has car- carried. You, and, do. You, know, I... you have 11 bottles of fine wine. I'm <laughs> sure that some, you can drink or, or sell. or Yeah, that's maybe with... a conversation that will be had at some point. <laughs> uh, um, and you begin making your way south. Um, making, making a point for me to look out for more ravens, just to see if I... they're still following. Uh, it's hard to tell as the weather picks up. The clouds are lower, are, are sort of coming in and roiling. And when you last saw it, you you you've, you occasionally spotted it this morning before the uh, oozes, sort of, or at least something that you that I would say Locke Locke spotted something that uh, she probably interpreted as the birds a speck in the distance or, or or whatnot. But it didn't come any closer, at least. Um. But 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 that is kept in that is noted that you're you're keeping an eye to the skies, uh, as you note in the chat. Uh, Derek, who was enthralled by your performance uh, during the battle, uh, uh, is sort of sta- is staring at you adoringly for the next hour before he 
wears off and is only only uh, just finds you interesting instead of uh, uh, captivating. Cool story, bro. <laughs> I want to see where I want to see where that story goes. Forget top forget the government. I am interested. Derek? I am hooked into this. I really want the novelization of this to be from Derek's perspective. Ooh. <laughs> like, you know how we occasionally joke about what this scene would look like in the movie? I feel like the TV show or novel is narrated by Derek. I think oh, yeah. I agree. And, and Max is like, uh, uh, like six inches taller than he actually is in real life, and uh, Scissors is way sneakier and and creepier. And Davor is, is six inches wider. <laughs> it's just shoulders out to here, massive battle axe, and it's yeah. Um, but yeah, unless you're saying, um, uh, unless you're unless you're telling me otherwise, you continue, you start heading back south. Mm-hmm. You've traveled. You traveled this road. I actually should. Now that I have a calendar, I should really work out what the actual dates were when you were coming back up. But uh, it would have been like a week ago. You were traveling this road, uh, and as you uh, make your way down, a few more hours passing. Uh, you you. It's it's getting to uh, sort of mid to late afternoon. You've probably got another couple of hours to travel in you if you wanted to, but you see the sign, see in the distance, the crossroads uh, where stands the Tiny Dragon Inn, which is a place that you have been and familiar with. Uh, would you... Uh, uh, what's your plan as you approach there? And remind me, my friends, this is, the, this is the place where the fairy thing was, right? Right, I should clarify. Everybody except Kinneal was here familiar with this place. It's cool, I got Uh, Kinda. So, that town there, we slept there for the night, um, and in the morning, all of the children and also Locke were gone. We went out to find them, found some ruins, in which there was a Locke who did not really... Like, Locke apparently didn't go with the others and did leave a note, and uh, you'd have to ask Locke. But, yeah, we found them there, and there was something that retroactively, I guess, was an archfey flanked by several undead things? You just said, I think, I, I believe that you may have been saying my... Arts very flanked by under six least favorite words in one combination. <laughs> flanked is your least favorite word? When all combined into one and my god. Okay, that is <laughs> I own help me. I am teasing, I'm teasing. So I guess my question then is are we going to be? Are we going to be dealing with this thing? Because I believe there was some discussion of that on the way. Um, or are we I... continuing through and heading we towards are... your roads? We are getting hit by a storm pretty soon. That is true. Wind, wind is howling. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. The storm has be- has sort of reached you almost by this point. It's very windy. The rain is much heavier. Um, again, you. You can keep traveling, but you will. Looks like you'll be traveling in a storm and sleeping in a storm, presumably. 
if we're inclined to help Locke, I think that this is probably the only lead we have as to what happened is whatever residue is here that we can find. If there's still ruins here, maybe they hold some answers. Maybe not. But we don't have any other leads. That is fair. Lock? Um, I just be careful. I, do, I, I don't want anyone getting exceptionally hurt on my behalf. <laughs> Think about that next time before you make your pack. Wait a minute. Are you saying that partially hurt is okay? Oh, I mean, it's part of being an adventurer is at least getting a little bit hurt from time to time. It's true. That is very true. And we're trying to enforce that because Locke has a weird reaction to most things, Geniel. <laughs> I, I cannot disagree with that logic. Um, okay. So a, a, little, a little bit hurt is fine because I can help with that, but not like... A lot hurt because that's not good. Obviously, so can I. So yes, of course. Um, then I guess we'll stay oh, at the tiny I, end. The tiny it, dragon. If there's if there's more know. than one person that can help, then I guess people can get a little bit more hurt. Well, preferably. <laughs> not. Is the tiny dragon also a tiny inn? Yes, the tiny dragon inn is the name of the is the. No, I understand. It's not necessarily tiny. I was making a joke about the fact that 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 they accidentally said the tiny inn and then quickly changed to tiny. <laughs> oh, dragon. sorry. So they were asking if the tiny dragon is also an inn that it's tiny. I should have realized you were doing the accent, which means you're not asking me a question. It's all good. <laughs> well, on we it go. was large enough for us last time. Bellino. <laughs> All right, so so you 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 make your way down towards the inn. As you uh, as you get there, you pass the cross. You sort of get to the crossroad where the the inn is situated slightly off from the crossroad. And there's a tree in the crossroad, uh, which Locke is vaguely familiar to you. I say vaguely. I mean, probably very, as the place that you met um, Lorea last time. I'm. Kind of going out of my way to not like step into the crossroads, right? Like, specifically, like steering away from the center, right? Okay. As you as you're doing so, and you're making your way carefully over towards the end, you hear the cry of a raven, and looking, was it instinctively towards that tree? You see it sitting in the tree that you were at the crossroads. Uh, Eldritch blast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sure, roll it. It seems like you were on target, but you don't see a particular impact, and you don't see the raven. uh, You hear a cry, but then it's sort of in the movement of the tree and the wind and everything else. It's not, you're not really sure whether you managed to get it or not, but it's not there anymore. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I, I guess I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming we all heard the raven call. Yes. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how whether you were listening, but yes, it wasn't okay. just I mean, Locke. This seems seems better than ha- have, having uh, asking uh, asking us to shoot the bird and ha- and hitting Max. <laughs> I would agree. Ah, yes, that did happen. <laughs> By the way, what are we doing with these and point, points at the crate of wine? <laughs> well, I would assume drinking some of it, but I would assume we can unload some of it as well. Is so there is a willing buyer? Mm, I think I agree with this. Our carts have a very short lifespan. Trade goods should probably be offloaded at the first opportunity so that we don't lose them when our cart catches fire and inevitably sinks, probably thanks to some tentacled horror from the deep. And what are you talking about? The player hasn't been playing too much Sea of Thieves. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, most of the cart destruction came at a monster that did not have tentacles and was also your party mate. Thank you very much. I mean, Devil was actually going to say, I mean, yeah. I mean, Alucan is no longer with us, unfortunately. <laughs> I think my argument about our ability to keep a card in one piece stands, but if I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted. No, you are I not- agree, actually. You're not wrong at all. As you continue this conversation, you're approaching the inn, uh, and just as you're getting up there, the front door opens, which is this big, solid wooden door. Uh, something you do notice, actually, is there's, like, bars on all the windows. This was normal before as well, but it's just, it's a, you know, it's a it's a, in the middle of nowhere rather than a city. So, um, But there's this big wooden door that you know happens to have a big wooden bar behind it if, at night, but uh, the door opens. Uh, and out steps a tall, uh, half a uh, tall, well-muscled half-orc man carrying a lantern, uh, which he sort of just uh, goes just outside the door, and there's like a hook thing to hang it on, and he hooks it up, and then he, he turns around to go back inside, and he sees you. And he's like, sort of looks looks um, uh, not not menacingly, but sort of stoically towards you, and then he recognizes you. Hiya. And he waves, and it is uh, Urs was his name. I'm going to assume that everybody remembers since it was literally only a week ago and not <laughs> six months or whatever it's actually been. Um, yeah, it is Urs, one of the owners yeah, of never, the- We've never forgotten anyone like that, ever. No. <laughs> no, why would, you, why would you say that? Of course you haven't. <laughs> Don't even know why I mentioned it. Um, uh, yes, it's Urs, one of the, one of the owners of the, ta- of the inn. Uh, and he sort of waves to you as uh, and sort of beckons towards you as he sort of steps back into the door and is like holding it open against the wind. Sort of trying does to say, does the inn have like a, like a yeah. uh, does it, does the inn have stables next to it? Oh yes, it has them. They're around the back. Okay. Um, uh, I'll take the horses around back. Everyone else can go in. Hmm. Really well. Uh, as you, as you sort of approach the door, he says, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, welcome, welcome back. It's good to see you. Uh, oh, you're taking the whole, I'll meet you around the back and let you, and he points to, to Scissors, seeing Scissors taking the, uh, starting to lead the horses and everybody else gets off. I'll meet yeah. you around the back. I'll let you in. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody else, come in, get out of the rain. Come in. Yeah, Devil, would, Devil would pick the crates up from the wagon. 
Uh, yep, and he sort of just he just holds the door open, guiding everybody in. Come in, come in, come in. Get out of the out of the way. I'll be right there. And points again to to scissors, and then um, after everybody passes through, closes the door. And uh, uh, so this might seem a little weird. Is there any way that I can try and work out if this is a magical storm or like a natural one? Oh, good question. Um, just feel, because it you was could give sort me... of storming the first time we came up, and it's like, is it just attracted to this place, or Good is there point. something else going on, or is it just a storm? Uh, give me an arcana check or a nature check, whatever you feel would... Uh, one of those. Ooh. There's, there's nothing magical that you can tell about this. This doesn't seem particular it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's that unusual it's sort of taken a couple of days around the time of year as based on your as a young person relatively limited experience um you're not certainly not detecting any uh, at least i guess that's the nature side of it you're not detecting anything magical um yeah, uh, yeah. i guess that's that's the a fairly clear answer there's there's nothing magical as far as you can tell about this this storm um, you did know that, note that it was like it seemed kind of magical, like the fog and stuff that was in the forest when you were wandering around. But um, that was last time. This one, yeah. yeah. I I think Locke's a little bit just paranoid at this point. Yeah, no, that understandable. Um, yeah, so he leads everybody in and closes the door against the wind uh, and sort of shakes the what water he has off, off of his he's sort of like these long dreads uh, dreadlocks and shakes the water out of his hair uh, and um, uh, says everybody make you a welcome welcome back it's good to see you all uh, and a new person I see pointing to Kirill uh, make yourselves at home I'm going to go let the, uh, uh, um, I've forgotten his name the, your friend in the back uh, make yourselves at home Willwood would be out in a minute. I'm sure he'll be able to take care of you if you want drinks, food, whatever. And he starts heading um, towards the back. So, we've oh, described this before. Uh, but, uh, oh, well, go on. You describe the room, yes. Go yeah, on. yeah. I'll, I'll give you the room, and then you can decide what you're, how you're gonna, what you're going to do. So, uh, as I, 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 I've described it before, but let's see if I can get this right again. It's sort of a big rectangular room in the, let's call it the southeast corner is where the door is, and along the eastern wall, which is the front of the shorter walls, uh, is the bar. And the northeast corner is a door that goes out to the uh, stable on the other side of the building, and another door to the east that goes into what you assume is the kitchen, the back area, possibly the living quarters of the owners, uh, based on your previous experience. The rest of the room, on the far, on the northwest corner, is a set of stairs that goes up, and you know that that goes up into where the rooms are. Um, the rest of the room is big open room uh, with tables, circular tables, a few just square ones, I guess. Uh, tables scattered around a sort of a um, a, a, a hearth, hearth, hearth. I don't know. Uh, uh, fireplace on the far uh, western wall, and sort of a slightly little, like a little uh, quarter circle raised up. Almost, like it's raised up like two like two feet. It's like a little stage in the uh, southwest corner uh, uh, for any for if there was a performer uh, that happened to be in the inn at the time, and it happens to be that there is right now. 
So the room has actually got quite a few people in it. Last time you there was a few. There was a uh, three or four people. Uh, this time there are. Let me just count off the top of my head: five, six, seven, eight people who you don't know. Uh, there is a t- uh, tiefling woman on the stage. Uh, sort of just off from the stage, looks like there's a half-elven man sitting at a, a table there, uh, not looking at her, but just sort of uh, seems to be near, near the fire. Uh, sitting next to him is a dwarven man. There are two humans sitting at a table just in front of the stage, enjoying the show. She's putting on sort of like a, it's like a combination. It's like a like dancing, but also doing like magic and illusions, like smoke and like contact juggling type. She's looking kind of sexy, doing a little bit of, you know, that sort of, not, it's not like stripping or something, but she's just looking kind of sexy while doing cool things yeah. with her hands, basically. Um, there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple of human guys who look like probably farmers or something. They're wearing sort of work clothes. Burlesque, that's a great name. For, that's a great word for it. I should know that. Um, watching the show, um, there's a... Uh, Young, young-looking woman and a person of indeterminate, currently gender, uh, wearing a cloak covering them, so you can't really see what's up with them uh, sitting together at a table. Uh, and at the bar uh, is sort of a as uh, a, a a woman uh, with dark hair, head down, just drinking. Uh, there's a fire going. Um, and as you look around, and as um, Urs heads to the other side of the thing, unless you want to stop me here, um, Willward, who is the half-elven man who's at the other owner of the of the inn, comes out of the back to the bar. Now, after all that, Zagrog, you had a thing you were saying. Uh, I was just going to say, Davor uh, would probably place the because Davor is carrying. Is it one or two boxes? Where it was, the it was like two from? two crates of six, and one of them's okay. and one right. one bottle is missing. Probably broken. Okay, at some so point Davor probably has the two crates stacked on top of each other and carrying them, yeah. and uh, is going to drop them like next to a wall on based on the floor on the southern wall. Sure. Uh, perfect. There's a there's a there's some room you can room there. I think there's a place to like hang coats and things along that sort of wall as well. But uh, this place you can put down the uh, bottles as you uh, uh, pre- decide what you're going to do. Mm. Um. Uh. And yeah, as so Urs heads out the back door, and Willwood's come coming back out, and he uh, is has is like bringing like a small plate of food or something and hands it to the woman that's there and then looks up and sees you all. What are you... And with another face of recognition, he recognizes you, other than Kinneal, of course. I've just dumped a bunch of information. What are you all doing? Did you say anything about Rose being present? No, Rose isn't here. Rose is... To clarify, Rose is like two weeks south. Yeah. Right, sorry. I, yeah. In the Oakenfell, or at least that's where you assume she is, because right. who knows? She could get around. That would be that. Wouldn't that be a hell of a thing if she was <laughs> here, come to see you or something? We get. Oh, down, I know. We get down to Rose's place and we see a note on the door that said, <laughs> "Headed to Siegsdorf." 
to murder someone just out of instinct. Hey, my instinct is to steal everything someone owns and leave them tied up in a dangerous place, not to kill them. I Okay, let, let me rephrase. Scissors spontaneously takes a level of barbarian because, they are, because he is filled with such rage over the situation. Yeah, I mean... No, uh, uh, Kiniel is mostly just taking this all in. Kiniel, I think probably for the first time in a uh, amongst a societal group, for lack of a better term, seems like they're in a place where it's an environment that is not familiar to them. And they are curious to see what is about to go on. So there's yeah. just, just this um, general of look of curiosity and intrigue. All right, Kinneal takes in the room with the with the uh, sort of very investigative eye. That sort of a, 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 a no, what's the what's the word? I don't know. Just very interested in the world. Takes yeah. it all in. Um, what's uh, Dev was putting down the crates in the corner. Max, what are you up to? Um, I think I'm sending Derek to go like. You know, organize things. I'm like, right, get 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 the horses, you know, sorted out. Get this done. You know, like just you know, general logistical things. Sure. Uh, and lock. Um, are these the real people? <laughs> I'm trying to like <laughs> scrutinize. It's like, oh, is this is this the actual person I remember? Give me an insight check, I guess. Oh, this will end well. Oh, yep. I was You're expecting not, a red number. <laughs> You're not sure. There's you don't you don't notice note anything of the people you recognize, which currently is just Urs and Willward. You don't see anything that makes you immediately suspicious, but you're also just very suspicious right now. So Nothing. Also, there's nothing you haven't noticed. You, you're not sufficiently um, insightful to calm those fears either. You don't get anything that assuages your suspicion. Excellently, excellently put. Um, yeah. So uh, Derek, yes, sir, and uh, follows. Uh, basically, heads across the room, out the door where Urz was waving at Willward as he as he goes. Uh, and heads outside to go and find, meet up with Scissors and Urs and try to deal with uh, what's happening out the back. Um, uh, Willwood, after handing the plate of food to the to this woman, uh, comes down the bar and says, "Ah, yes, welcome, friends. You've come back. I I, I hope your journeys have been uh, 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 safe and uh, kind uh, to you." Where's your you the, you had a, a tall friend who drank tea? It was very interesting, Matt. Uh, he had to there? take a different route out. I think he had some business to the east. Apologies, Scissors is actually not in the room. Oh, Scissors is not in the room that they were just. No, Scissors is taking the horses around the back. Go meet with Scissors. 
Yes, scissors is around the back with the horses. This is Willwood in the in the inn, okay. talking to the other people in the inn. Goes into the other room to talk to scissors, and I assume you meant the stable out back. No, that's where Urz is and Derek. Urz and Derek are out there with you. Sorry, sorry if that wasn't that if I if I uh, misspoke there. Uh, this is Willard comes down the bar to talk to the people who have just walked in the front door and says the thing that he just said. Uh, Anybody's got more white? He had to go okay, on yeah. some business and headed east. Ah, well, I hope he's I hope he is well as well. Uh, but you have a new friend. Yes. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the Tiny Dragon. Uh, what is there anything I can get you? Uh, we have uh, wine and ale and uh, uh, food. Uh, you you look like you've been journeying. Is there what can I do for you this evening? Uh, I mean, I believe that we are we are staying here for the night. Uh, hello, my name is Kiniel. Uh, Wonderful. Gildren. Uh, I am Woolwood, the proprietor of this establishment. Mr. Woolwood. Um, yes, we are, I believe we are staying here for the night. And uh, my, my, my friends here had been really complimentary of this place. Um, so certainly I had to see it for myself. Um, I believe we I don't know where that sentence was about to go, so I'm not sure. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure we'll find the end of it eventually. While this is going on, out the back scissors you come around the side of the uh the inn around the western side and there is a big wooden gate. Uh, and as you approach it opens and standing there is Urz. Uh, pulling it open and leading the you and the horses through and to the sort of semi-covered stables. There's like a it's like a like the equivalent of a horse carport. Let's call it. Um, you know, in the back corner, there's a there's a roof and it's relatively sheltered, at least from the from the wind and the rain. Although it's technically not enclosed, uh, and leads you across the yard to the stables uh, and. Uh, uh, Sets about starting to, um, uh, and as he's doing this, Derek comes out as well and and says that he's there to um, to help with the the horses and whatnot. This is great, and they start um, uh, uh, making arrangements like feed, put up feed for the horses and all this sort of uh, thing. And says, um, "This I, I think your I think your friends are, uh, are getting settled inside." Uh, it's good to see you again, though. I, uh, I think you are muted. You are muted. Good to see you as well. Everything been going okay? Uh, well, um, uh, yeah. he sort of demures a bit. Mo- mostly, uh, we can talk about it later. So there's anything you need help with, even and if you don't want to ask the entire group. Uh, I will. I will certainly keep that in mind. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, and then he starts to busy himself with the horses and 
uh, get them all situated, closed and feed and all that sort of stuff. Derek's helping out and Derek's taking things off the horses and, and uh, supplies and things and bringing them inside as well. And so we make our way back inside with scissors, I assume. Scissors mm-hmm. does, in fact, head inside. Yeah. So, yeah, you head inside. You see Willard down the other end of the bar. You come in from the north side of the square room. I should draw it, maybe, one day. Um, and uh, 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 people are, are conversing. What is... Uh, so, what, is everybody, what would everybody like to do? Do you want to continue to talk to Willwood. You could go and hang out with the other people at the bar. You could just wander around drunk. for the night, purchase the stabling that I'm using. Uh, we can figure out exact pricing later. Oh, I'll just as, throw whatever gold we need. As soon as you even suggest paying for it, Will was like, not at all. Absolutely not. You may not pay me for a single morsel of food or a moment of time. You, you, you save you you brought back our daughter. I cannot. You, we cannot. We are in your debt forever. I we gave you. I gave you a bottle of wine. That was a, the nearest thing I had on me. If I could give you the entire inn, I would have. <laughs> There's no need I, for that. But we do appreciate the place to stay. Hey. Absolutely. I mean, technically, he could do that. I'm just <laughs> saying. That's me. That's not kidding, y'all. And the campaign yeah. takes a very different direction as we learn what this group does while they try to manage an inn in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, I'll just slip the... I'll slide of hand some coins into the register in the morning. Absolutely. Sure. But, uh, yeah, that's his... Uh, that- that that is his reaction to you to that, uh, and he he um uh, he says I'll go and make some rooms ready for you right now. That's uh, uh we, three rooms. Is that enough? Will that be? Will that be cover you? Great. I'll go and make those ready. You all uh make yourselves at home. I'll be back. Sure. Actually, hold on. Mayus, Mayus, and calls out uh to the thing, and out comes a uh young uh tiefling girl, which is. One of the, so, to remind, again, it's been a week, but six months or something, I don't know, I should check what the episode number was. Previously, what had happened was you woke up, and Locke, Maeus, and I think the other kid's name was Oskin or something, there was another child. Um, Halfling? Yes. Halfling child, there's a tiefling child named Maeus, uh, who you understand to be the presumed adopted daughters of the two owners uh, a a small child a child who was the son of a guest uh, and Locke all disappeared and when you then you went on a little adventure went to a castle there were some ghosts a few things uh, 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 scissors fought uh, punched himself in the face because of some illusionary skeletons and then uh, you found the two children and Locke with this presumed archfey uh, uh, thing and brought them all home. And this is their child, one of those children. Um, and she comes out and she sees, uh, I, I'm going to say like the, I'm going to say she sees devil and just immediately runs to go and hug him. Okay. Oh, devil was what- totally absorbed in watching the show and was, but was caught out of the river from, uh, uh, Wilbur. 
yeah, calling so out from the bar. I was, I was, I was, uh, uh, like probably headed in that direction. Uh, I assume there's a kind of a there's kind of a group of us standing in front of the bar, and Davor is at, at the back of that group. Yeah, but, so she like yeah. comes around the bar carrying like mm. I don't know some mugs or something and isn't looking, mm. and then she like looks up and sees Davor is like. Ah, and like puts them down and runs and goes and hugs you, and then realizes okay. who it, that everybody else is there as well, and is very pleased to see you all. And she starts hugging everybody, because mm. uh, yeah, they were, she's very pleased to see you. Um, and then uh, Will was like, "Mayus, yes, do you have time for that? Uh, get uh, get our friends some drinks. I'm going to go take care of their rooms." Uh, whatever they want, and she's like, uh, yeah, uh, yes, 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 and he starts heading upstairs. Uh, and Maya's like, "What? Uh, it's I, I can't believe you came back. I'm so glad. Um, uh, 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 can I get you a drink? I, I can. I'm good at. I'm good at pouring um, the ale from the barrel. Is uh, I could do it really good now. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like as soon as Susan says that, she forgets everybody else and start and like goes to get that. <laughs> so she runs around behind the bar and goes and gets like a mug and like starts pouring the ale from this like a barrel with like a little um uh like a tap thing. Spigot, that's what they're called. Starts pouring that. Um Did Earl stay out seem to stay outside or he stayed out the... he stayed out he, he's no. currently you haven't seen him come back in. Actually that would ask scissors did uh did uh is Earth still outside? Yeah, double. Okay. Uh, well, nod. Okay, I'll go talk. Right I'll go there. talk to him about. I'll go talk to him about the uh, uh yeah, and points towards the wine stuff. <laughs> See if you can find out what else is wrong. Uh, okay, I guess. And Davor heads heads outside. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So you um you open the door. It's Again, pouring rain, windy. Uh, you're starting to hear some thunder in the distance. It's getting kind of dark. It's it's still it's still afternoon, sort of getting into evening. The sun won't wouldn't have set by now, but it's obviously with the clouds and stuff. It's actually it's pretty dark. The yard is fairly muddy, but you can see by like lamplight, you can see Urs over by the stable, yeah. moving things yeah, we'll around in there. That, uh, that direct direction, I just goes uh, and is. And greets Earth as he arrives. Hey. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll, 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 let's pick up that conversation in a moment. What's everybody okay. else doing uh, as uh, Mayos comes out and Wilwood walks away and uh, and uh, Devil walks away? Max, let's see, Max, what are you doing with all this? De- Devil, uh, Derek is still outside as well, as far as you can yep. tell. So Derek's still outside. Yeah, he's he's helping uh, Earth, or at least that's you don't know that, but yeah. And what's the rest? And what's the layout of the room I'm in again? It's a big square. It's a big rectangle. You know what? Let's draw it. Let's let's find our generic battle map. Not that it actually mat. It's not a battle map, but I will I will do some drawings just to give you all a bit of a a bit better of a um. We could make it a battle map. <laughs> I hope not. I hope you don't. Please I don't. I don't care. Everyone. Okay, I, so let's. I, I cast that. level five magic missile. On a chair. Um, <laughs> you know, what's, what's it? You cast banishment on the on the nearest cow. Um, 
I suggest making sure there's no other stuff on the map. Yeah. Yep. No, that was a uh, 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 from a previous thing that I had prepped. Um, let's draw a. Let's draw some lines. This is going to be terrible because it's going to be freehand. Uh, always amused to recall that I am a level seven character with twenty five hit points. <laughs> uh huh. I have. This less... is why everyone else made their dump stat wisdom. I have less hit points than a particularly burly third level fighter. <laughs> I potentially have less hit points than a really burly second level barbarian. Hmm. <laughs> oh wait, no, not that one. So, you can see what I'm drawing at least, right? Yeah. Great. So, uh, I need that one again. This one here. So, hopefully my crude drawing is sufficiently uh, not not too crude. Again, the, some of this may be not to be to scale, but it's sort of roughly, you know. Yeah. Basically, you have a bar on the far, on the right-hand side. This is your bar with a bunch of like bottles and things behind it. And you can see there is a door on the on the far on the right-hand wall behind the bar or sort of near the bar. That is where Maeus came out of. And where it called to and where Willard came out of first, it seems like it's where, back where the kitchen or other storeroom, that sort of place. The door to the north, again, this is supposed to be a door. Right. Um, using the little semicircle uh, door swingy thing, mm-hmm. um, is the uh, uh, door out into the yard. Uh, in the northwest corner, you have a set of stairs that goes up, and actually this should go around in a corner because it sort of goes up and around. This is the, I don't know, the fireplace. Let's draw a fire. That's no, terrible. There's a hearth. These circles are tables. We just yep. scattered around. There's chairs around them. There's a few people around. Uh, this is down in the bottom left-hand corner. Is a, is a little little semicircular stage. Um, I guess there's probably like a couple of stairs off to one side. And there's people around. There's I described them earlier, but and I can tell you where they are specifically right. if you need to know. Um, but this is your... Um, Rough layout, like bar area. Thing, yeah, yeah, that's that's the. It's like a long. Okay. You know, it's a bar. Is oh, there yeah, a space yeah. at this table here that I can just go and sit at? Uh, I didn't see which one you're saying it, but I'm going to say this yeah. One. This one there. No, it doesn't show up for me. I just put my token there. Oh. Oh, I. It hasn't updated yet, I believe. Oh, interesting. That is uh, yeah, the one no, at the bottom it, right. It, it, there it goes. There he goes. I don't know. I guess Roll Twenty was having a time. Yeah, sure. There's, uh, yeah, there's, there's room there. Basically, there's there's a woman on stage. There's a couple of there's uh, four people near the stage. There's one woman uh, at the bar itself, uh, and uh, there's a couple of, uh, of other people sort of at a table further back from the stage. So yeah, for that far back, there's nobody sitting around. So you can you can. Find place. Oh, sorry. And then there's the door where you all came in, which is sort of right here. Yeah, I was wondering where that went. <laughs> okay, that's where the. Okay. Sorry. That makes yeah, sense. That, that's where you came in. Uh, and so, uh, devils of crates are like here. He's put down. Yeah, I was. Yep. I was gonna draw him myself, but yeah, that works well. <laughs> um, and that should give you a rough idea of where everything is. Does ever do? Do I need? Do we need any more? Nope. Is there anything else? 
No, Seems fine. Right. I'm good. I want you to take all of the NPCs <laughs> and give them stats <laughs> and tokens. I'm kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> Two-page tragic backstory. Two, two oh, see, that I've got. I'm sure you do. Tokens I didn't th- Like, who needs tokens? What are you going to need tokens for? God, no. Because we're going uh, to kill them all, obviously, on <laughs> PC. By the time we kill them, they will not have needed their token. Well, well what are you talking and, and I don't want just generic ones. I want to see individual fear and life leaving their eyes. Thank you. See, see the thing is, if you make tokens for all of them, then the players... Wonder if they're really commoners and if one of them is a lit secretly. Because otherwise, why would you go through all that trouble of making tokens? <laughs> so the real problem is if I've if I've only made tokens for like one of them, then you're like, oh, that one. That's yeah. the interesting. Well, yeah, one. of course. That's why you they make clearly have stats. all of them, but only one of them is the is the polymorph Tarask. Okay, so let's see. Locke and Kinniel are are in here. Max is at a table there. Scissors. Was outside, but is not. Davor is currently outside. Yep. Mm. So Davor, that that's that's the where you are is where the stables are. Basically, there's a big rectangular mm-hmm. yard, right? It's just dirt or mud at the moment, mm. um, for the most part. And there's, there's like a little storehouse, and there's a uh, like a, like I said, like a carport. <laughs> there's like a semi shape. There is a roof. And with relatively open sides, where the stable, which is effectively the stables, where the horses mm. are, and uh, um, your cart is out there, presumably without your, with no, uh, not with your stuff on it anymore. I think Derek's probably started like ferrying stuff. If, if there's anything on the cart, he's like taking it inside and and uh, start uh, going to find Willwood to find what room to put it in and things like that. Um. Can so yeah, sort of. Sort of- Shuffles his way semi awkwardly over to to sit at the table that Max is at. Sure, let's move the table to a nicer spot. Um, okay, Keneal and Max are sitting at a table. Locke, <clears throat> all this conversation um, is going on. Yeah, um, I would like to keep close to Max, but also like. I want to be places where I can try and look at all the like the stairs and the doors and the stage and just keep <laughs> yeah. everything like super paranoid mode. There's also windows and like in the north and south walls. I just haven't drawn them. Um, they're fairly large. They have shutters and things that you, as I said, when you no- you notice from the outside that they have like wrought iron bars on them as well on the outside. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sit hopefully somewhere where it's like not too uh, like close to a window where no one can sneak up behind me or, you know. Okay, let's put you uh, there, I guess. And you're sort of looking at the door where you came in and the thing there and then over your shoulder at the uh, far side and at the bar and everything. I, I guess there's no really, really where to put you that you're looking in every direction, so... If you want to stay in there, Max, though, that's sort of... Oh, actually, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe you put your back up against the wall. Yeah. And, I mean, if anyone's even remotely looking in that direction, that's what you'd say. Just like... Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's put you there. Lock, it, lock, it, lock has gone full John Cusack and um, 
uh, 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 God damn it, it's one of my favorite uh, uh, Gross Point Blank. You know, that was I was going to suggest that. I'm like, no, what are the chances that the only John Cusack movie I can think of is the correct one? But apparently, you're right. there are <laughs> there are there are many great John Cusack movies. There are very few bad John Cusack movies, but there are many. There are many great ones. There are two best ones. They are Gross Point Blank and High Fidelity. Never seen High Fidelity. I need to get need to fix what that at some point. What is wrong with you? Anyway, <laughs> we've covered yeah. this. But yes. Putting your back to, always making sure your back is to, yeah. As little of things as possible. Yep. Let's see if I just have some random tokens lying around I can use. <laughs> if all, just to get a picture. We'll keep things general. You don't have to fiddle around with where every yeah, single person precisely is. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, Kimiel and Max sit down at the table. Locke joins them back to the wall, keeping an eye on everything. Uh, Devor has gone outside. Scissors, where are you as, um... Oh, I'm you're at the... A... No. Oh, keep going. Yes? No, you finish your... Oh, as you going to say, you were right. You were talking to Maeus. Maeus is getting you a drink. That's the current situation. Yeah. But what are you so up I'm to? I'm sitting down at the bar fairly near where the bar door is to make this easy for the child who seems very <laughs> excited right now. Yeah, so you're actually pretty much sitting next to, there's a woman at the bar. She has long, dark hair. It's human, as far as you can tell in this world. I mean, I guess it's easy um, enough to tell. Someone I've met before, or no, not this one? No. No, she looks, she looks kind of rough. She's wearing nice clothes, relatively nice clothes, but they look like they've been traveled in extensively recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's just sort of doing the thing where you're like, it's you're at a bar because you, you've been traveling and you need a drink sort of thing. And so she's drinking and she, there's a plate of food yeah. that she hasn't touched yet. And it's just she, she's drinking. She sort of looks towards you uh, as you as you sit down and sort of looks you up and down and then goes back to her drink. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say anything at the uh, at the moment. Which way are you coming from? Oh, uh, east. Uh, for, uh, yeah, from the east. Hmm. Uh, which, yeah. which you know, is the direction of the lake and the various villages that are around the lake. So, yeah, who knows. Um, uh, and yourself? Uh, we looped around from there about a week back. We made our way up to Siegstorf for a few days, and now we're headed back to the south. Oh, that's, uh, uh, Siegstorf. I hear that's, uh, uh, interesting place. It's unique. Probably more recommended if you're a half-orc, but I'm sure her, our member could give you the spiel, though I'd advise not making your way up there her now, oh, if you can help it. Oh, uh, trouble? Seems to be. Mm. Just trying to spread the word. It seems like a lot of people are leaving that way. Quite quickly, including people that are settling down. 
tell. Ah. Nothing good comes from that. Just like scissors is just used to traveling all the time and the sort of tales that are exchanged between people that move from place to place. Mm. Yeah, she she uh, well, I I uh, appreciate the, uh, the the tip. Goes back to uh, takes another drink. Um <coughs> Sorry, that's me. Uh at just about this time Maze uh comes back around and hands you this mug of this mug of beer yeah. or ale uh and hands it to you. Do you want to go take the others' orders? Oh yes. Yeah, I should do yes. Uh <laughs> and then she sort of st- look, goes to walk away and then turns back and says, uh please enjoy your drink and turns back around and runs over to the others. Um uh, and so, yeah, she comes over to uh, Keneal, Max, and Locke. Uh, just like, uh, can I get you anything to drink? Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, just, uh, you know, some sort of wine. or I, I'm not horribly picky. That is not entirely true, but I will take whatever. Uh, she goes to turn to, to go and get you that, and she turns back and like, what, would would you also like something? And she just points to Max. Is Derek back? Uh you've seen him come in and go upstairs, um, carrying stuff. I think he's not act- he's not done with fair enough taking all the stuff. Um, then yeah, I will have uh, a mug of the house ale. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, and for you, uh, oh hey hey Locke. <laughs> Hi. Um, sorry. Um, can I just get them? Do you have any juice or something that you'd recommend? Uh, yeah. I. Uh. Uh. We have some apple juice. I. I'll. I'll. I'll I want. Do you want some? I. If you're all right with sharing it with me. I. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. And then she. <laughs> so she turns around and starts. Runs back to the other side. Uh. Goes behind the bar. Or and and out the back. Um, and this and then she adds how to order at a bar to the list of things we apparently have to teach Locke at some point. <laughs> I mean, this is not a this this is not a normal circumstance. I think how no. to take orders is also a thing that needs to be taught to somebody in this. Yeah. Room right now. Um. Uh. So as you. Uh, as you uh as she runs off you have the two farmer the uh two sort of um farmer types who are sort of sitting at the f- table at the front near the stage uh sort of start clapping and cheering as this woman who's on the stage performing finishes her performance uh and uh you you notice uh uh <coughs> Um, what was I going to? Ah, lost track of what I was saying. Uh, she finishes her performance, takes a bow, and uh, the dwarven there's a dwarven man and a half elven man sitting at a table also nearby. And the dwarven man gets up and um, pulls out, uh, takes, and he has like a top, a beaten, like a battered top hat. He just has next to him, and he like wanders over this to the two farmers and is like, uh, uh, "Did you enjoy the performance?" 
and sort of hand, holds out the hat, and the farmers start like pull out some coins and throw them in the hat and stuff as well. Uh, it looks like he's with the performer. Would be your I assumption based on that. I'll toss uh, silver over and landed in his hat. Oh, he uh, he like surprised because it's come from a bit of a distance. He looks over, yep. he's like, "Ah, oh, thank you." And nods his head. Um, throwing skills great for knives, great for tipping. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of circles back around. There's only these. He doesn't go over to. There's a there's a, there's a woman and a cloaked figure on a table slightly further away. He doesn't actually go over there, and he heads back down to his seat and. Uh, as he does, the woman comes and sits over next to him, and the half of a man stands up and goes towards the stage. Um, and he steps up on stage and starts, looks like he's preparing to do something as well. Um, yeah, so, and about this, uh, about this time, let's say, uh, uh, Willwood comes back downstairs and, uh, wander- and comes over to the table that the three of you are uh, 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 sitting at, and uh, 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 this is okay. So, uh, is Mayus giving you giving you drinks to the Max, yeah. Keniel, and Lock? Yes. Oh, wonderful! Oh, yeah, we're so well taken care of. Excellent, excellent. Uh, your your uh, your uh, companion will be down shortly. He's just putting your stuff away. Wonderful. Um. Yes, it's uh, it's, so it's great, great to see you here. Oh, uh, the, uh, he's starting the show. Starting, I, I saw this uh, earlier in the day. It's excellent. He points over towards the stage, and then starts and heads over to the bar. And just as he does this, you hear a very loud bang from the stage, and presumably you look over towards it. Don't mean to imply what your characters are doing. I think Scissor probably would have been watching anyways. He is an entertainer by trade, so he's interested. Yeah. Uh, the the woman who is... Uh, the, again, the, the dwarf... The, the, the man in the, the cloaked... The woman in the cloaked figure looked surprised by this, and they look over. The woman who came, just came off the stage and the dwarven man don't react at all. And the woman who's at the bar sort of turns slowly around to look over. And is this guy in robes, very stereotypical wizard, sorcerer, that sort of a thing, has just made this big flash, and then he starts doing things with his hands, and there's like, it's basically like a mini fireworks show, but it's sort of contained in a very small area, it seems to be doing with magic. There's smoke and flashing and fire, and it's, it's, and he sort of moves around, he's not dancing so much, but it's all very impressive. Makes little figures in the flames and does all these sorts of things. There's some loud noises. The farmers again are are wonder are very impressed. They're sort of cheering and cheering and clapping. They seem like they've had a few drinks. Um, and the the sort of the the drinking woman at the bar uh, watches for a few seconds and then goes back to her drink. Doesn't seem doesn't seem too impressed by it. Oh, yes. how's how does everyone react to this performance? Head tilted, like like an ornithologist. <clears throat> Out studying 
their uh their 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 a a new and previously undiscovered uh um to them at least uh, a a a breed of bird um <laughs> yeah it's without anybody in their dog trying be, being a pain in the ass uh sorry uh, with your knowledge of the arcane you can fairly quickly get like how he's doing it in the sense of like what he's doing but right. it's very clever and not you haven't seen anything nobody's u- nobody uses magic to do this that you've right. seen before you can tell it's like oh that must be a minor illusion and that must be prestidigitation or, or that sort of level of thing but it's very cleverly done and clearly very talented in doing it and the control and everything like this. Impressed. Um, like each flash and bang is like a noticeable flinch and like from Locke as if she, it's almost doing physical damage to her. It's like uh, I um I put a hand on Locke's shoulder, like it's sort of you know, it it's okay. Um, I'll finish up my drink, uh, bust the thing if that's, yeah. if there's a place for it, um, sort of head over to the table. Locke, I'm ready to turn in for the night. You want to come up? Um, yeah, yeah, yes, I think that would probably be best. Sorry. Grab the other tabaxi and heads on up, um. As I'm doing that, quietly as I can to the other two at the table, seems like something else might be going on. And just keep an eye out. And if you can pass on what we know of the roads, which to those that might find it helpful... I'd appreciate it. Most certainly. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna head upstairs to one of the rooms. Okay. Yeah. Um uh as you as you head up the stairs, Derek is coming back down the stairs and he sort of points you and says, Ah, it's the um the, the, the second and the third and the fourth room along the hall up there. Thanks. You'll be sharing with Max, I assume? Uh, I, that is normally the plan, yes. Yep. Right. Enjoy the night. Have a few drinks if you want them. Good to see uh, you. Is, is that actually Derek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think it's Derek? Yeah. You're pretty confident that's Derek. I'm staring Locke and I towards the same room. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, sure. So, uh, outside, while all these sorts of things are going on, Davor has come and approached Urz, who is putting, he's putting uh, tack away, off the, like, taking it off the horses and hanging it up so it's going to be used the next day and starting to put out feed and stuff as you, as you uh, approach. Like I said, it's it's windy and it's rainy, but there's a bit of shelter under the, in the in the stables. It's fairly sheltered in the stables as you approach. Mm. Uh, he sees you and says, "Hello there." 
Hello. <coughs> oh, it was just, I want to say, uh, uh, we came across some, uh, should I say, unattended to, uh, crates of wine, uh, to crates of wine bottle, wine. Uh, we were, we, we're not ones for carrying such stuff too long. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, we could, we could take him off your hands. You uh, didn't kill anyone for him, did you? Not really. There was some one. <laughs> sort of, he, he, he gives you like a stern look as he says that, and as you start to answer, he just laughs. He's like, <laughs> "No, it's fine. Yes, we can we can take those off your hands. I'm sure we'll uh, uh, we'll give you a good price for them. That's nice. If they're any good. So, uh, he's and he's still working while he's doing this. Yep. You guys Devil were. Uh, sorry. Devil, yeah, Devil wasn't going, trying to interrupt him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so yeah, he's he's sort of continuing. He's like, so uh, I think when you uh, you left, you guys were heading north, was it? Was it uh, Siegsdorf, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how was how was Siegsdorf? And keeps going. He looks at you, giving a bit of a knowing look because if you remember, he was eh, he's a half orc as well. And I think, like, I think Max had suggested, like, or at least somebody had sort of vaguely suggested, hey, half orcs should go to Siegsdorf, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, so that's, that's, I'm just, I'm just giving the context for his question. Mm. It was. Yeah, there were some, certainly some wondrous things there, I admit. <laughs> there are, I hear, I hear they've got. Fitting. I hear it's quite a, quite the city, but uh, did, did they did they manage to to recruit you? <laughs> uh, not that I know of. <laughs> there were some. I mean, Max did get some orders, and we went with Max. But <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, and the, and, the, and and we had to carry these papers around. <laughs> yeah, not not for everyone, I think. Uh, as he says, as he uh, puts on the last of his stuff and starts heading back towards the oh towards the inn. Yeah, that one. Huh? Oh, uh, are you sure everything's uh, you got everything everything cool here? We're, we really really want to help if they have a problem. Um, yeah, I'll. Well, we could we could. T- I might. I there was something I did want to. <laughs> Uh, uh, mention to you and your friends. Uh, mm. Let's let's head back inside. It's a bit bit wet out here. Yeah. Did it? Um. So yeah, he heads back in. Mm. He uh, he uh, says, "Go join your friends. I'll come and talk to you in a minute." And he okay. heads into the into the back room. Yep. Devil heads in uh, and goes towards. Would, Devil would go towards the bar to make an order. Let's put it up there. Uh, yeah, Willwood's Willwood's there. He he can. Um, yep. Uh, 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 and actually, as as um, yeah, and he's like, all right, what what can I get you? What, oh. what can I get you? Sorry, he's a bit more proper. I need to, the voice. I'd I'd have your ale, please. I'd have your ale. Certainly, absolutely. Turns around, starts pouring from the from this thing. Uh, so pretty nasty weather, isn't it? 
hasn't been that way but yeah hasn't haven't seen that kind in 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 a while Hmm. kind of refresh in a way it's kind of refreshing yeah we've had we've had a little bit lately but uh not uh I had a little bit of a couple like a week ago. Maybe it didn't get as get up as far north as you uh as you guys were. And turns around and puts the ale on the on the <laughs> uh bar. There you go. Enjoy, enjoy that. Uh and as he's doing that, uh Urz comes back out uh and comes over to Wilbur and says, uh uh, uh he says he says to uh Delbert, like, uh tell Wilbur about the uh the wine. He'll, uh, he can oh, switch yes. it out. Yeah, point, point, uh, would thumb towards the uh, see those crates over there. I think it's uh, 11 bottles. Oh, oh yes. Uh, he comes he starts, he comes around the bar and wanders over there and pulls mm. out one of the bottles. It's like, oh, this is very nice, actually. Yeah, I can give you, I, I, we could give you a good price for those if you like. That would, yeah. We don't really uh, want to be carrying these too far. <laughs> yeah, so he'll he'll stack them up and take them inside, and he will give you the what what I I did look it up, and now I don't have it. The normal what what the what the price is for fine wine in the in the book, which I think Ooh. is like ten gold a bottle or something. Ooh. So I give you I give you half of that, but you know, mm. selling it, but um, still a a, a Reasonable price because you always have to find somebody who take that much off you at once. So uh, let's look it up under the no, not trade goods, food, drink, and lodging. Uh, wine, fine, a bottle, ten gold. So that will be fifty-five gold. Yep. I'll I'll actually log that in the group group on the group sheet. Great. Um. Yeah. So, uh, so as, as you sort of come back in, you see uh, the other thing is as you come in, what you hadn't seen before was is this flashing lights and noises and things Ooh. on the other side of the bar, uh, on the other side of the room. As you see this person doing this performance, it's making like think like uh, what's it, Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit or whatever, wh- whichever one it was. Gandalf has the cool flashy fireworks, but smaller and like dragons mm. and cool stuff like that. He's putting on quite the show. Um, but I, I, so you, are you just um, staying at the bar? Are you heading back over to the table with the uh, others? Yeah, probably, probably, probably uh, head over to the table. Yeah. Cool. Let's put you over there. Um, great. So uh, as 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 you watch this performance and you're having your drinks, Mayas has brought back the drinks for the others. Uh, it comes back and is like, ah, did Locke? Um, I, I have the juice for 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 Locke. Is where oh. where did she go? She's still here. Uh, looks around. I believe, I believe that I believe that Locke went uh, upstairs. Oh, um. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'll just leave this here for in case she comes back. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. And then, and then she sort of just like looks around. She doesn't have anything. So then she goes and like sits at a table nearby and is watching the um, fireworks. Um, and as you're sort of sitting watching, uh, is there anything else people would like to do? You want to talk to anybody or 
do anything? No. Devil would probably uh, uh, relay to uh, well, there's well, Kimia and Max at least are there. Uh, might have a request for us uh, at some point uh, uh, later. They might be. They, they might have some. Uh, may, they may have some kind of problem we can help with. They can do that. I think so. Too. We could help. We we uh, we could totally help them. So, okay. Yep. I am not opposed to these. All right. So you, I guess, just continue to sit there and enjoy the performance, uh, mm. as. Uh, eventually, he, he finishes, and again, the uh, the man, the dwarven man with the top hat, stands up and, start, and starts wandering around. He wanders over to the two farmers who throw a few more coins in. He wanders over to your table. And he says, uh, you, you all enjoy the performance? Bet you've never seen anything like that. He's been uh, interesting, yes. Well, we certainly cool. appreciate if you have any. Uh, 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 Coins or uh, the other like that you might show use to show your appreciation for such a wonderful performance. It holds out the uh, holds out the hat, sort of. You know, you know what I mean. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, double, yes, double, double, yeah. Double drop uh, would drop two silver in the hat. Uh, fine, thank you, thank you very much, sir. Anybody else? Any others? Can you no? not deal in silver. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think Devo might have silver around. <laughs> yeah, so, yep. so clearly um, you give him some gold. <laughs> I give him yes, I I, I will give wow. him a gold. I he looks he, he he sort of holds out the hat. You throw on the coin. He's like, thank you, thank mm. you very much, sir. And sort of <laughs> quite well does the uh, and yourself. Uh, he looks towards Max. Uh, no. no? That's yeah. all right. You okay. hold on, hold on. It's like patting his armor. Like, I, I know I have it somewhere. So, uh, here you go, and just like pulls out the first coin. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it pulls out a gold. It's like there you are. Quite so, like, so very generous, sirs. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and he sort of does this thing where he like flips the hat and puts it on, and none of the coins foil out as he wanders back over to his table with the other two. The two performers, uh, and as, as he as he as he wanders back off, um, uh, Urz, uh, Wilward comes over to your table. Oh, yeah, and Derek's back by this point, by the way, and he'll sit down at the table and see the juice, and he's like, uh, "Is this? Can I? Should I? Can I is this for me?" <laughs> Picking up locks. Unattended juice, apple juice. Kenny yeah. specifically yeah, looks up towards the uh, up towards the ceiling, looks back. Sorry. Like they're clearly considering this. Sorry, what did yeah. what did Max say? I missed that. That, that was for Locke, but I suppose since they are not here, you could have it. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. He like he looks like he was. A little worried you'd order him juke apple juice, but if it's locks, then oh, okay, and he drinks it anyway. Um, um, so yeah, it's it's and and uh, uh, as you sit around and you and uh, I guess just have normal conversation. Um, 
What is happening upstairs? What are Lock and Scissors doing? So Scissors was probably sort of directing both of them to one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have found a room. It has some some of your stuff in it. Maybe you have to swap mm-hmm. like personal <laughs> things so you're in the right so in the right places. But you get that sorted. Uh, super worth it. Uh, sits down on one of the beds or cots or whatever's in there. Mm-hmm. And just sort of there, straw, but crossed arms, watching. <laughs> and how's Locke? Um, so how are the, the beds laid out? They have a um, straw mattress, you said, but blankets and things? Yeah. A uh, straw um, mattress wrapped in like a sheet sort of thing and then some sheets and blankets, uh, like a blanket on top of that. They're, they're pretty good for in, like road-in beds, but hmm. they're simple. Um, so I'm going to like strip the like the top blanket and whatever I can get without like destroying the mattress, like just <laughs> leaving that sort of attended and sort of like, try to shrink and curl up into a corner, preferably away from the window and door. So like taking the blanket and then going and sleeping yeah. in the corner instead. Okay. Sure. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and then I, and, 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 and scissors just, Watches this and hangs out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Scissors so vaguely regrets not getting more to drink before leaving. <laughs> Fair. It's always, you can always go back downstairs once Locke's asleep, I suppose. Um, um, he's not that much of a jerk. Locke is clearly traumatized. And this might be the one way to get Locke to stay in a room for the night without wandering the fuck off. Mm. Um, okay, back downstairs. Um, you notice that the there's the the two performers and the dwarven man are sitting around a table. And as they finish their performance, the uh, woman and the man and, and the cloaked figure want walk over uh, walk over to their table and sit down. And they looks like they know each other because they start talk they start talking amongst themselves. Um, but you can't hear from there from where you are. They're over by the fire. Um, the uh, uh, the woman at the bar is just st- still there drinking, gets another drink and continues on. Uh, and Wilbur walk- wander- uh, comes over to your table and pulls up a chair and sits down. He's like, I, I, I understand Urs told you that we had uh, something was up. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> For the last few days, uh, uh, Maeus has been having bad dreams, and like that doesn't seem that unusual. She's like she's uh, she's like eleven. I don't think he says like, but it's like she's she's eleven, and then like the children have bad dreams. But she's been dreaming about some birds in this foggy forest, and she says that it's like the forest out the back, but it's but bigger and. I I don't know. It just seems like a an a coincidence, uh, or and like because there was the thing with Locke and the forest, and I don't know what if anything we can do. But maybe I just thought maybe you would know. You 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 seem like worldly folks. 
Do you know of anything? Do you... Coincidence is simply um, a fallacy, a, a non, non-existent thing. It is, ah. it is a way for people to comfort themselves. Uh, I'm sure, that, in other words, I don't believe that this is that. Maybe oh, first oh. looking into it, though. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I I don't even know where to 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 begin. This, uh, you know, I I. I mean, we we go we this we go into the forest. We get wooden things. I've never seen anything unusual in there. Um, at least not since not before last week. Um, with the with the 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 fog and and the and the whatnot last. Uh, uh, uh you know. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to do about it. I'm hoping you can help. Uh, it might. It's really possible. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It might relate to what the locks thing. Could very well. He looks looking between you. As you mentioned uh, this. So, okay, um, we will see what we can do. Yes. Is 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 Locke okay? Because um, like Locke got, got dis- disappeared as well. Uh, uh, has 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 she been having bad dreams? We are handling Locke, so it will be fine. He looks he looks worried at this response. It is not a problem. It's, it's, Unless it is. Uh, no, it's not a, a problem. Is that a yes? It's, so he ha- she has? That's... Oh, it, it's, it's not an easily solved problem. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, uh, maybe, maybe tonight is not the Right time for this, the the storm and everything. It's not like we could go and look. I don't know what I don't know what we do. I look. I I just appreciate any help you can give. I I realize that this is it. maybe maybe we're just maybe I'm just paranoid that there's nothing going on. It's just bad dreams. Um, uh, that is very possible and perhaps even probable. You may be very paranoid. Um. <laughs> but that does not mean that we cannot look and see. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, do you want to talk talk to Mayus? Maybe I, I look. It, it, I, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. This seems like this is just seems uh, like an. I don't even know what I'm asking you to do. <laughs> it's okay. We'll try and help. <laughs> I okay. I thank you. I. Whatever you, whatever you think you could help with, I, that'd be very helpful. Um, uh, I hope you're enjoying the food, the meal, uh, the, the the drinks. Um, do you guys you want to you want food, dinner? We have something. I have stew cooking in the in the kitchen. I'm quite fine, thank you very much. I would appreciate this, sir. Meal. Yes. Uh, oh yes, me me too. Says Derek. 
Um, oh, and he says, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, how about you, Devor? Uh, yes, please. Okay, yeah, so he, he stands up and uh, heads off back into the kitchen. Okay. Look, look uh, so what is the plan? Hmm. I think we need to talk with Locke. Probably good for someone to talk to uh, talk to Mayus too. Yeah, definitely. Maybe in uh, maybe in the morning. Don't fail. I would I would suggest yeah the morning because personally I am not feeling so hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> agreed. <laughs> I am fine, but I understand. Okay, very well. We will wait until the morning and we will enjoy the night otherwise. Alright. Um, yeah, so he, he comes back with some food for you. A few bowls of stew and your hands around to everybody except for Keniel, who did not uh, wash, want any. Correct. Uh, and, then, um, uh, and then he sort of heads, heads back into the kitchen again. Um... And you, uh, I guess you just sort of enjoy your evening yeah. to some extent. Um, a, f- uh, in a little while after you head, you, uh, uh, Scissors and Locke are in their room. Maybe half an hour later, there's a knock at the door. Uh, and uh, uh, and it's, it's, it's Woodward calls out and says, uh, would, you like, uh, would you like any food? We have uh, uh, stew. To, uh, I, I assume Scissors is the. I don't know if I don't know if Locke would respond, but Scissors is. Scissors is probably awake. Oh yes, thank you. Um, I, I'll open the door a little bit. Uh, yeah, he sort of uh, he look he sort of makes to walk in and then sees if you don't ho- open it very far, he's like, oh, and hands you the like a couple of bowls of stew uh, through the door. It's like uh, here, here you go. Um, just uh, leave them in your room after you. Done. Uh, we I, we'll we'll clean up tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hope you hope you're having. I hope you have a good evening. Yeah, it's just and scissors will gesture to like he's clearly ha- had some injuries. He's cleaned up since, but mm. it was a bit of a rough day on the road. Uh, he had to help out another passing caravan. Ah, I see. I, I, I hope, uh, hope everybody's all right. As much as we can be, we just need a good night's rest. Well, uh, I hope, I hope you have one. Uh, good Thank night. Thanks. He uh, heads off. Um, I'll put the stew close enough to lock that she will wake up from the smell if she is actually hungry. Uh, and have mine. Uh, Locke reaches around to her uh, chest pack and uh, pulls out a ration. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, Locke can eat whatever she wants. I'm not going to fight with her about it. I mean, fair. All right. Uh, well, I guess uh, if if you don't have you guys don't have anything else you want to do, 
the other party seems to uh, mostly keep to themselves. The uh, woman drinking uh, sort of looks over at you a couple of times, but then decides to... Uh, looks like she heads upstairs as well as the night progresses. And, um, uh, yeah, and then I guess you guys turn in. Uh, sounds like it would be it'll be Max and Derek in their room in a room. We have Scissors and Locke in the uh, another room, and that will put Kinneal and Devor yes. in the third room. Sounds good. Um. So now you're uh, uh are you are you setting a watch in this in in the inn? I don't know if Kinio is, but Davos just going to pass out as soon as he hits the bed. I I roll the constitution <laughs> save to see if he passes out earlier, but he manages to get in bed. <laughs> Seems mm-hmm. legit. Um, yeah, Kinio will sort of watch a little bit. You um, you have the the elf thing, right? You can trance and then you yeah, can... So- Can indeedy. Um, Max will like split with uh Derek. probably. Scissors is totally fine with taking a watch, and uh, and he'll probably poke his head out to to just confer with the rest of the group about if we're doing that or something. Uh, okay, whose who's door do you knock on, or who do you go and talk to, or do you, or do you just want to, out of character, decide amongst yourselves what you're oh, doing? Oh, I meant when I heard them coming up, I'd probably poke okay, my head out. Right. Uh, okay, yeah. If sure. everyone just walks past, scissors will shrug and go back in, but I yeah, assume... No. Confer on watches. Yep, yep. Uh, and Kinia will 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 take a partial watch, share it with, share the time with whoever. And... Yep. Okay. Um. Sure. So. Uh. Da, da, da. What do I want to do? Uh. Da, da, uh. Just give me a moment to consider. I. Options, okay. Yeah, I think uh, I need two green dragons. <laughs> um, Kineal. So, what do you do during your your watch during the part of the time that you're not trancing, and you are ostensibly awake and paying attention to right. your surroundings? What do you just? What do you do with that time? Are you Diligently, um, you know, tr- keeping track of everything, checking court, checking hallways, or are you just reading or uh, keeping an? I mean, keeping an eye and ears out. Uh, I don't think I have anything spell-wise to help me with this, so I can just fuck off. Um, <laughs> uh, I wait for the nearest human to come, and then I cast. Banishment. No, uh... <laughs> um, because what? if I cast banishment, 
and at the end of concentration they don't come back, <laughs> that means I've just sent someone back to their home plane. No, I'm kidding. This is your fourth level litmus test for demons and other inter- interdimensional creatures. No, I will just, uh, just, just banish. Just just banish everybody. Um, <laughs> no, he will keep an eye. They'll keep an eye on things in terms of like doing rounds a little bit, like like checking every maybe half hour, and then obviously keeping an ear out. But otherwise, um. For lack of a better way to put it, they're journaling. Right. Okay. Um, one on one of these sort of passes when you're actually, you know, you step out of the room and just go and check on, you know, right? Sort of want run around there. So you, uh, you sort of you come out of your room, you look down one end of the hallway, and you turn around, and standing there in the dark is a woman. It is the woman who is at the bar. Ah, hello. And she looks very surprised. And she's just like, uh, Hi. I was just going to the privy. I will... Insight check. Sure. Because <laughs> that's way too nervous. I mean, under, I understand. <laughs> but also, that's way too nervous. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. And yay for advantage. Well, right, of course. Of course. Hmm. Holy shit, I didn't even need advantage because I rolled a nat 20 and a 1. Wow. Nat 20 was the first one. That's, wow. Um, Yeah, no, she's lying. uh, She's clearly up to something. She was not. Like, it took you a second to see her and all that sort of stuff, but she was not heading in the correct direction. It's storming outside, that's which is where the privy is. That right. I mean, that doesn't really uh, uh, remove the necessity of, of of nature's call, but still, it's a little bit of a, a thing. She's up to something. I'm sorry, I did not get an opportunity to ask. What is your name? Oh, uh, my name is Lily. Lily. The way yes, Lily. like the flower? Yes, yes, of course. Uh, we do not have that flower in my home, but I am familiar with it. Oh, that's too bad. They're lovely. Yes, 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 they are. They are they're beautiful flowers. Um, Where are you from? I am from... Uh, that is a very good question. I think... Did we come up with a name for it? Or did I come I up with a name for it? I checking that right now. <laughs> um, Does it matter? I Do you say just the... the answer is, is, is yes. I guess um, the question is more importantly, are you going to tell Are you going to tell her if the answer is yes? If you do know... If, if we do know what it is, are you going to say what that is? I am from... I am from the Church of Ion. Oh, fascinating. And she sort of leans up against the wall. Are you familiar with her? Uh, well, yeah, there's a, I think there's a, te- there's a temple in, uh, of, to Ion in, uh, in, in Valora. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm from. Fascinating. Uh, so, uh, yes, yes. 
No, not not intimately. I'd I, like to, I'd, I'd love to hear more. I would love to tell you. Uh, and it le- I I do not know if you're familiar with her with her her symbol. And I take out the symbol and just to check, because <laughs> you never know. I am going to channel divinity for arcane abjuration. What exactly does that do? That is turn undead for celestials, elementals, fey, or fiends. <laughs> ah, okay. And what does that look like? That is a really good question. It doesn't say. Okay, what but does that look like for Kinheal? I feel like... I feel like it's a presentation, and then... Because it's a very because Kinneal, uh, and I am being a knowledge goddess, Kinneal is very cerebral. So I feel like it's like Xaviering is the best <laughs> way I can describe it, and I think you know what I mean. A little bit, but could you like could you tell us anyway? Focusing and yes, okay. Looking, I guess looking, the, quest, the question is, what does it look like for somebody who's unaffected? Um, Do they see anything? Is there any sort of glow or a noise? or when you turn undead? I mean... Uh, I, I have I, to present my holy symbol, so I have, you do that's have all to I know. Be, yes, I assume I the answer is yes. My holy symbol. I was going for oh. more of a subtle way of it, just in case. I get. I. I mean. Um, I think. But, I think it's up to you. Yes, whether no, or not yeah, that. Like. No, it can like glow a little bit. I'm figuring. Like. Oh, she. She looks glows. at like. She looks at that as like. Oh, that's very nice. She leans in to have a look at it. Yes. Yes. It doesn't uh, seem. They, she's certainly not turned by I it. I thought that perhaps you know as a cleric you might you might you might you might appreciate a little. Oh, I, I'm I'm not a cleric. Sorry, no. That's... No, as a cleric myself. Oh, uh, oh, I I understand. Sorry, misunderstanding. Of Quite course. all right. Um, I'm sorry. What were you doing that time again? Oh, I I I I was just heading out to the privy. Although now listening to the rain, maybe uh, maybe can hold it for. Of the course, evening. that is perhaps a better idea. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think I'll head back to my room, uh, for now. Would you, would you care to join me? No, I appreciate the offer, uh, but no thank you. Ah, uh, well, oh, uh, alright. Well, it's, uh, it's just down there if you, uh, feeling lonely. I will keep that you... in mind. <laughs> and she sort of gives you a wink and heads back, heads down the doorway back towards her room. Mm, While her back is turned, fuck it. Just to see, (laughs) just in case there's some kind of illusionary thing or something like that, I am casting Dispel Magic on her. Sure. Uh, Nope, nothing. Nothing interesting happens. She doesn't notice it either. Perfect. She sort of heads back down the hallway, and it's just one long hallway, so she gets to her door and she, like, looks back down towards you and then Wait. heads into her room. <laughs> People. And I head back to my room. Okay. And keep an eye out. 
Like I'm listening, sure. making sure. Like if she tries to con- to to creep by again, then yeah. it's getting noticed. Yep, sure. Uh, your rest of your watch passes un un um, uninterestingly. You keep an eye out down the hall. You don't hear anything. You hear some people. It sounds like the dwarf. Probably this is your guess is snoring down the hallway. Right. Um, few sort of people, um, occasionally sort of shuffling around. Then maybe that's just in their rooms. Uh, nothing otherwise alarming. Okay. Uh, um, this time I will go awaken scissors. Uh, just just to to inform you, uh, the the woman who's at the bar, uh, Lily. Um, there is something up. I don't know exactly what. You said she was going out to use the bathroom. She was clearly lying. But to the best of my ability to determine, she is not a fae or a demon or an angel. And she did not have any magic on her. Magical effects on her. So have fun with that. I'm going to go trance now. <laughs> uh, I believe so. That was, I think, the second the second watch. I don't okay. know. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't actually matter. I yeah. I the dice. I no, rolled I was asking who Julia during... was talking to. Oh, oh, okay. two scissors. Got it. I thought I heard that, but I wanted to confirm because we didn't establish right. an order in the first place. Yeah. No fair. Probably beef? Okay, sure. Got it. That would seem to be a distinct possibility. Um, Or perhaps going outside to meet with somebody? I don't know. Okay. Seems like a very unsexy place to hook up, but whatever. I mean, I I was thinking less place to hook... I was thinking less hook up, more uh, evil cult type thing. Fair, fair. Okay. I see our minds go to different places when we have a first thought of what might be going on. Look, you grew up in a gladiatorial arena. I grew up in a a family of Vecna cultists. So, you know. We're all shaped by the people that we grew up in. So there's... Somehow, I don't think that's the problem. There's an unspoken... I grew up in a family of Tiamat cultists. Yeah. Who just happened to also be certain. Yeah, um. legit. Um, but yes, no, she, uh, she did really, uh, immediately respond to... Uh, my my very subtle questioning with an attempt to seduce that does read as cultist to me. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that says too much about to me. But good night, Kenny. All good night. So as Scissors heads back into his room, um, Andy, what uh, uh, what is Locke? How is Locke? How is Locke? How is Locke? <laughs> yeah, not good. 
Not good. Um, she's basically just remained in that corner after nibbling on the ration and just sort of, as far as you know, not moving, just in a blanket, but just keeping eyes on windows and doors and scissors at any time the door opens and the noises from the floorboards and the list goes on. Do I notice that Locke doesn't seem to be sleeping much? Uh, I think it's not hidden if you're if you're coming back. Like, the way I picture this is Kenio comes and knocks on your door, you have this conversation, uh, and then you head back into the room, and as you come back in, you see that Locke is still not in bed, is still in this corner, and is clearly still awake. Um, and this is, like, third watch at this point, so yeah. you're, it's early morning, and you don't think you... Presumably, she and she hasn't moved, so you'd have to assume she hasn't slept. I think kneeling down next to the blanket mess. You're making unhealthy decisions again. But I understand why this time. So, as we're heading out of town tomorrow after investigate the ruins, if they're still there. You're going to sleep on the cart. Because I'm not hauling around your exhausted ass because you made a poor decision. Because you got cursed cursed by shadow monsters and and cured by a paladin magic, fine. Because you didn't feel like sleeping, less fine. If I sleep, they'll get me. Say that again? If if I sleep, they'll get me. You are immortal. More than that, you are a non-fae-affiliated mortal by ancestry. Unless you have a magical power I'm unaware of that allows you to avoid sleep, you can't. So, oh, you're going to figure out a way to sleep. Or, if you don't sleep on the cart tomorrow, I'm going to knock you out and force you to sleep. You don't have to sleep in this town, but I'm not putting up with this bullshit. Is this really scissors? Um... It certainly sounds like scissors, but you don't have anything for, for but your s- lack of sleep-addled mind means you are not, you cannot discount the idea that maybe there's just a very good impersonator. You don't think, you don't see anything that makes you think it's not, but you can't tell with a two insight. It's not not scissors. Yeah. Did I never mention my character is secretly a changeling? <laughs> oh my god, I would be so <laughs> wrong. No, I mean, changelings change back when they go unconscious, unfortunately. Yeah. They also can't run 120 feet in a row. 
Yeah. Um, no matter how, I mean, that how, might be the more obvious. We don't it's know what we don't know what when when Scissors has been secretly casting haste on himself. <laughs> you also don't know how I'm running how I how I would run changelings if I had if they were in this game. That's so. fair. Yeah, it's not Eberron necessarily. <laughs> if um, I hadn't promised I would play an Arakakro next, I might consider that. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. Scissors has to die now. Okay, please kill him. Or get him killed. Actually, you're the cleric, and I have a, a sort of triple death. This is going to be super easy. <laughs> Just don't so heal what, me first. Anyways. What is Locke's reaction? cat person with a, dis- with a distinct ability to cause trouble and a bird person in the same party. How can this have to happen? Can we anyway, get a, what's yeah. a someone yeah. just needs to roll up a homebrew rat folk? Oh, I was gonna say, what's a is there a, 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 a what's a dog type character type thing? Is there a, is uh, there one? Uh, there's a shifter subtype. Oh, yeah. Is there also oh, yeah. a rat shifter subtype? I believe so. In the Eberron book, or just a way rat? You know, I this is a slight yeah. digression. I saw a great Tumble post about how. When a were creature get does its thing, when the when it's like an uncontrolled one, they default to the alignment of whatever the creature is, which means a were bear has to go on a lawful good rampage <laughs> under the full moon. <laughs> Since bears are apparently lawful I'm good. Hundred percent in on this. Who built all these orphanages overnight? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now I kind of want to run a. That's going in my next campaign. <laughs> Um, See, all sorry. these public works are just happening in our town secretly overnight. We think <laughs> we might have a werebear infestation. <laughs> That's really funny. Anyway, sorry. Um, so, yeah, Locke, how I... do you react to to Scissors' his, uh, threats of, of, of forced sleeping and other such things and your apparent lack of ability to discern reality? Just sort of, or just barely a nod, but no words. Okay. Okay, sure. And then Scissors stays up and is is the watch for the evening. Nothing yep. unusual happens. You don't see any, you don't hear anything or see anything from the uh, woman who uh, Keneal warned you about, nor anyone else other than uh, what you assume to be re- relatively normal noises, you hear some snoring and a couple, little bit of shuffling, and people occasionally move about in their rooms, but nothing unusual, nothing that you would uh, find suspicious. The storm continues to rage on, but seems to break sometime early in the morning, um, a little before dawn, at which point, uh, shortly thereafter, I assume you're all... Uh, Awakening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Locke, having failed to sleep for the evening, uh, for the night, uh, and part of failing a constitution check I asked for, uh, you have a level of exhaustion until you until you get some sleep, whether that be at night or on a cart being forced to by a, another tabaxi. Um, 
you know, hypothetically out of hypothetically, situations that you could just, just come up with, yeah. Just just naming a random possible situation, circumstance well, you might sleep in. Not great with the whole you are not able to take care of yourself thing. Mm. Uh, and thus we uh, presumably everybody awakens. Is there anything interesting happening in the morning as you waken? As I otherwise I will. We will assume you are working towards gathering in the common room shortly after you waking up and taking care of your morning business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's still raining outside. Uh, not it's not the storm seems itself seems to have broken, but the uh, it is still wet and rainy and certainly muddy and 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 whatnot outside. Um, Hopefully, you, uh, and it is what did I say? It's now the eighth of Hargrim. Hey, um, so yeah, let's tell me if again, tell me if there's anything you want to do, uh, specially, but otherwise, I am assuming you are getting up, preparing your stuff, getting your things together, going to the bathroom, going to whatever you do in the morning, and then gathering down in the common room. Uh, fairly early. You've all, except for Locke, got a long rest. Woo. Um, I'll give Locke, you can have a short rest as a result of your uh, your evening. Um, not that you wouldn't have already had one uh, sort of as a result of like after just spending the evening in the tavern, but you know. You have now had a short rest, or any number of short rests, I suppose, but not a long rest, and... Um, but except for everybody else has. So. Yeah, to have uh, their banishment spell back. <laughs> As we're heading down, Scissors will to um, Max. Locke didn't sleep. So, oh, she's going to be sleeping on the cart er, today <sighs> while we're on the road. Okay, yeah, we take care of it. I don't particularly mind her not being willing to sleep in this town, given what happened last time, but I'm not putting up with her just refusing to sleep until she absolutely has to all the time. I do not have the uh, ability to sort this out for her, so... I think maybe we need to think about finding someone who can. Do you know? Okay. Good idea. Uh, hey, Kineal, you're a cleric, right? Yes, yes, I am. What do you need? Clerics can do that thing where they bang people's brains together until they fall asleep. <laughs> With magic. <laughs> That's yes, no. not what I meant. Not, not at all, actually. Uh, this is kind of the opposite of what I meant. I was going for more of a Holistic approach. This is um, fixing you, the, the clear. I thought that was the more holistic. Magic was the more holistic approach. Kenyel grabs their staff and brings it close to like, this is what I usually use if I want to hit someone until they go unconscious. Okay, no, I can also do that. That's I not, do not have, super helpful. I, do, I actually, uh, let me see if I even have that. I don't think knowledge clerics get sleep. I'm not entirely I'm 90% sure. certain they don't. Uh, yeah, 
No, I am sorry that he's that he's not one that I have the capability of preparing. Ayun prefers her servants to awaken people to knowledge, not <laughs> go to sleep. Okay, so if you have any ideas about how to awaken Locke to the idea of of physical well-being and not uh, refusing to sleep all the time, I'd love to hear them. Uh, I do have one idea. It is not... It, it is by no means... I could, I could enhance. Uh, there, there, there is an ability to enhance somebody's, uh, uh, I enhance something in them. I could try to uh, bless, uh, and provide them with wisdom and perhaps they would become wise enough to sleep it would only be a one-time thing but i feel yeah. like there are some varying implications for suggesting that simply gaining more wisdom is enough to fix the problems that Locke has but eh, can this... it... Let, let's be honest can it hurt uh, i do not think so not as though any of us can speak to what wisdom means, really. It's hard to tell what, what wise people are going to do. No, I was, I was, I meant more that we should try and find a, a healer of the mind who knows what to do with this sort of thing. Ah. Speaking of things we're looking to find, I need to find someone to fix this verdammt armor. Ooh, ooh, that is, let me see if that is actually something that I have. I do not believe that it is. Uh, I have a thought. Okay, I am experiencing fear. My thoughts are usually good, thank you very much. That um, does not... Just not assuage my fear. Okay, with the with the brief exception of a banishment spell or two, I I I feel like I can stand behind. But I can. Again, there is no guarantee here. But right now we want to set Locke's mind at ease. Correct. Yeah, we do. I can do that. Okay. Maybe Give not right now. Maybe when we're not in this town anymore. On the road would probably be... Yeah. It is very short term. But in that short amount of time, we may be able to to, to get an argumental reason through that will carry past that period of time. It is essentially sort of a chance to make Locke take a moment, breathe, and that is essentially what we need to have Locke do. Take a moment yeah, and realize his situation. Okay, I can certainly try that. Yes, of course, once we get out of town. Yeah. No idea how much of this is just being here specifically and how much of it is 
a broader problem. Right. Speaking of, while we're here, we going into the forest? Again, I would really like to have someone fix my armor first, but we can go. I'll go talk to those other adventurers that were performing last night, seeing if, if any of them have a talent we could commission. That is a Unless good plan. There's magic. Someone in the group has not mentioned having the mending spell or no, I, the accurate I, tools. Mending was not one of the cantrips that I tools. Or, sorry, that's very. I say that I should actually check which mending tools I have. I. Kenny's cantrips are the. Why? Why did I do this? As I look at my list of cantrips and realize that I have the light cantrip. I'm a fucking drow. What was I thinking? <laughs> You're a drow, which means one, you don't need it, and two, you get dancing lights automatically. It is an actively harmful spell to me. I will I will let uh, you fix that. I'm you not but I will You're not one of the clerics that automatically gets light. No, no, I do not. This was I will, this is specifically cuz I have my list of spells in in D&D mm-hmm. Beyond open cuz I'm doing my preparations yeah. for the day. And that is one that has the big remove button on it. We mm-hmm. can we will fix that. I will okay. not give at, at your next at, at an appropriate time. At the next but time. You can't have but you can't have mending because now that would be too funny. No, that that's fair. That's yeah. fair. I'm fine with not having have, mending. You could have something else that you could reasonably want given that's your character. I trust me to figure it out, but so I can blind myself and wound the people near me. <laughs> no. um, it'll probably be like guidance. I don't feel like Ayun is quite that vindictive of no. a god. No, I say guidance no. sounds like a very Ayunian guidance. Uh, it'll spell. probably end up being guidance. Um, but um, Jesus Christ, I was looking down the list. Of, do I have many? Do I have no? What's this one directly above it in the list that I do have? Light. I'm a fucking dark elf. So, um, yeah, as you as you guys are sort of discussing what you're doing for the morning, uh, some of the other adventurers uh, are around as well. Where is uh, you see Lily. Oh yes, uh, you don't see her immediately. Uh, you know what room she went back into. Oh, I'm um, not going up to, go to her find room. out. But uh, you don't she, you don't see her around at the moment. Uh, you do see. Uh, you look. It looks like you see the other. There's the other five. There was, or rather, you see. Okay, so you see. There's these two sort of farmer guys. They look like they're down there when you come up uh, out. Oh, I forgot to anyway. Um, and they're sort of they're tucking into some kind of breakfast stuff, and they uh, wave to Willard, uh, Willward, who's behind the bar, as they leave. Uh, fairly soon after you come down, looks like they're out quite early. Um, uh, Willard comes over and uh, says, "So uh, breakfast, everybody. We can, I can definitely we can do some uh, eggs, sausages, if you, if you th- uh, think. Uh, you know what? I'll I'll bring you some stuff." And he goes out Thank the back, and um, uh, and down comes a couple of people from the group that you had seen before. Uh, it looks like uh, the two performers 
uh, the is a tiefling woman and a half elf man, and they come down and they go and sit at a table. Um, and then uh, you see the half elf gets up and goes out into the yard. So the mm-hmm. tiefling woman is sitting there on her own. Yeah, no, um, definitely going not up there. That's where the honey pot is. <laughs> like literally. That is exact. That is what. That is the spy genre story where everything goes wrong. Or the loca- yeah. the plot point. Um. So yeah. So she's she's sitting there on her own for a while, and then um the dwarven man comes down, and he heads over to that table as well, and then he heads uh over to the kitchen, mm-hmm. uh just, and like knocks on the door and starts talking to Willard. Willard, you can. You can hear in a sort of low voice there. As soon as you said you wanted to talk to... Yeah, at some, some point, uh, not like immediately, I'll go over to their table, whoever's there, uh, <laughs> introduce myself, compliment the performance last night, and do sort of casually ask if any of them have mending or the appropriate tool proficiency that I am forgetting for repairing stuff that got damaged. Um, yeah. Like, so, yeah. in a sort of here's the thing that's going to take like none of your effort and you could earn a few coins kind of way. Yeah. So yeah, you so you go over there. Uh, it's currently just uh, this woman, although while you're talking, uh, the half-elf man and the dwarven man come back and they sit down yeah. as well. And so you start, you have this, this chat with, with her. She explains they're performers, and they're coming from uh, originally from Valora. They come, you, you have a bit of a chat, like you were talking about last night, about you know the mm-hmm. roads and what's going on. Yeah. They've come over the mountain. They come south, and they're heading south as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, one thing you catch actually is that fairly early in the conversation, she says something in Thieves' Cant because Thieves' Cant is a thing you say you you yeah. You, it's coding messages in normal conversation, right? Um, and it basically amounts to being a friend of the family. She's basically saying, "I'm not a thief, but I'm obviously I, I'm. We are connected to that sort of world, yeah. and we enough to know thieves can. And you know, you don't know thieves can unless you are trusted, because mm-hmm. it's secret yeah. language, right? You don't want cops or whatever to know about it. So she obviously knows it, but she is saying we're not thieves, but yeah. just in case, and it's the sort of thing you throw out there to see, like, I wonder if mm-hmm. this person is... Yeah. Scissors will probably respond in essentially in kind. I'm right. not actively working, but I'm a trustworthy source. Yeah. Um, it's it's the sort of thing where it's like, don't worry about, like, if the if somebody comes asking, we're not going to yeah. say they went that way. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'll, I'll um, sort of respond in kind. Yeah. So, she, and she she very she fairly she comes even a little bit more friendly as as you say that. Yeah. Um, and she uh, as you're talking, then she uh, she says uh, she mentions actually, you know, uh, you know what I uh, what's the accent I'm going to do with her? You know what? Uh, yes, actually, our friend here, he can repair, uh, maybe not uh, fully repair. He may be able to help you, though. And it, it points to the dwarf who's walking back with a couple of plates of food. 
Um, at this point, Willwoods also has delivered food to the rest of the table, except for Scissors, mm-hmm. who is currently in this other conversation. Uh, yes, just out the back, and you noticed this this morning, that when you went out the back, you hadn't noticed it just because of the darkness and the rain. There was like a covered, almost like a house, you know, like a house truck, house, that's yeah. the word? What's the word? I don't know. You know, like a little cabin on a wagon, as opposed to like an actual, like just a, not just a covered wagon, but a, a caravan. Caravan, thank you. Yeah. More like a little a little caravan thing uh, in the yard, uh, which you take based on your conversation to be theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she says, "Oh yes, I think we. Uh, 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 they all have names." He, she introduces herself as Crystal. The half elf man is. <sighs> I wrote down their names, and I need to find them now. Uh, Sorry. No, no, no. It's all right. I just changed page. I have this thing that's got the pages on yeah. it, and for some reason, I closed it. My problem. Um, uh, she introduces herself. Her name is Crystal. The uh, uh, the half elf man is named Walnan, and the dwarven man is named Thaldar. And she 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 says uh, Thaldar keeps us keeps us running, keeps the cart going, keeps us safe. I think he he's got you. You can fix armor and things. He says, oh. Yeah, not uh, not a not a not to to not exactly an armorer, but I could probably do something. Um, got a, 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 a anvil in the back. We can have a look. Yeah, uh, I'll explain the general situation. We ran into some black coozes a day ago. So, uh, nasty business that melee people took the brunt of it. Uh, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We could, I could do that. Uh, uh, I do it for you, nice and cheap. Um, yeah, just yeah. meet us, meet me out back in in a, in a bit. Can do. Um, thanks so much. And as you're as you're leaving there, you, um, uh, I'm gonna have you roll me a perception check as the two other figures that had been with them as a young woman and a cloaked mm-hmm. figure, uh, come down to join them as you're uh, just standing up to walk away. So I still have an inspiration. Do I have to call that before I roll? Yes. Okay. I'm calling before I roll that I'm using right. my inspiration on this. Um, cool. Yeah. The inspiration's a D what? It's a uh, no, inspiration, uh, GM inspiration is advantage. Cool. 19. 19. Cool. I All feel right. like that was worthwhile. Absolutely, you learn some very some interesting things. First of all, despite the cloak, it is very clear this person only has one arm. Just the mm-hmm. a- asymmetry of them. Yeah. Um, secondly, they are fairly average height. Their build is slender for a dude. Probably, it's a little hard to tell. Again, uh, but the most interesting thing is you catch a, gl- a glimpse of what looks like metallic facial mm-hmm. features like a like a metal mask or something under the cloak that they again have pulled up and as they speak as they as you as they sit down and start talking to somebody and you are walking away they have sort of a weird cadence to the voice you mm-hmm. don't know what the deal is with that but it's unusual and um, there aren't many kinds of people i haven't at least encountered no um yeah no that's it's that, but yeah, that's that. That is what you see. I guess I will just for the sake of. I feel like meta knowledge is what people will understand. 
there aren't Warforged, as far as you know, in this world. I'm saying yeah. you as players, none of your characters have ever seen or heard of a Warforged. Right. That's probably what this is, though, just like the things yeah. that I am telling. You can interpret what your character would have actually seen, but that's the... Yeah. I'm trying to yeah make that connection without being like, okay. it looks like this. It. and it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, that's what you say. And then the, the young woman looks like she's wearing fairly nice clothes, uh, fairly well traveled in. I think I described the other lady like that as well, but that's very similar. Uh, she's a young blonde lady. Um, uh, seems to be keeping quite close to the uh, cloaked figure. Um, but yeah, otherwise they sort of just sit down and they're they're starting to eat. The I will doesn't. explain to the group for whoever has stuff that they need that we probably will get a reasonable rate. They're not professionals or specialists, but the dwarf is a craftsman and has, and might be able to fix some of the armor. Uh, And explain the arranged meeting time. And Yeah. yeah. So yeah, assuming you're uh, interested in that, Max, it sounds like you are. Oh, yeah. Um, Did Davor also have armor that needed repairing, or just better? Uh, Davor was, was was beyond repair. Okay. Yep. It, well, um, it, we can get more when we go to Rose. Yeah. Mm. Plus, he's a barbarian, so he does pretty well without it. Mm. Well, it's okay. I mean, it's yeah. not as good. But... No. Um. Yeah. So a little while after, well, you guys are all having breakfast. Um. The dwarf comes over to your table and says, "Ah, I can help you with that now if you want." Uh. It'll take me a couple of hours, probably. Um, and I, I, you know, it's not going to be new, but uh, if you, I can give it a shot. It says to you, Max, who I assume that Scissors has directed him towards as the person who needs the services. Of I the- would appreciate mm-hmm. that, yeah. So yeah, so you go back out with your armor to the thing, and he has he has a little uh, uh, like an anvil and stuff, and starts working on it. Basically, starts. Um, rivet like because you're so you're wearing splint armor, I, th- I believe it was. Um, and is able to sort of put some of the pieces back together with some other scrap that he has, and uh, sort of at least put it back intact. It still has like big sections where there's uh, stuff that's burnt through from the acid and whatnot, but it is at least holding together now. By the end of this. I assume you guys are going to wait. and I'm, I'm, I actually probably shouldn't assume that. You can wait around till he does this, take him two or three hours before you continue on with whatever you're doing. You could go out into the forest and do your thing without the armor while you wait. Or some I other combination. Have to, that uh, does not seem like me... a good idea for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Devil would also like to have, like, so not like ask Maze some question. <laughs> Questions yeah, yeah, sure. Maze um, explain things. To us. <laughs> so yeah, so he starts doing it. I'll just I'll just conclude what ha- what's happening there, and we can jump back to what happens during the time. The end result is your armor is it's still rough. Um, how you you lost what three points of AC on it? I think yes. Um, uh, you get back one. But that's better than nothing. Um, and it's basically, it's it's now it's at least sort of 
not like hanging off you and stuff. It's sort of it's in place, but a lot of the splints, the, the sort of splint things have gaps in them where there was stuff burnt through. And it's he, yeah, he's apologetic at the end. He's just like it's a there's just a lot of a lot of damage to the structure here, and I, you know he, he replaces things like the the leather strapping that holds it together underneath so and all that stuff. So it's, uh, it will be, I guess, minus two from whatever it was. Um, which is, I should be able to look 15. at Splint Armour. 15. Um, so, sorry, it's not, oh yes, it is Splint, right? That's, it is, so it was 17, well, yeah. It's so it's 15, and then you also have your shield, um, that would get you to 17, potentially, if you're a shield yeah. on. Um, so, yeah, better than nothing, and, uh, yeah. Uh, don't know what repair costs are. We'll figure that out later. Um, but yeah, it, 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 he, it, yeah, like I said, better than nothing. In the meantime, over those few hours of the morning, um, uh, sort of an hour after that sort of kicks off and you guys are sort of waiting around in the room, in the, in the common room, uh, you see, uh, Lily come down the stairs. And she looks across the room, and she sees Keneal, who I assume is looking at her. Uh-huh. That is And she sense. tries to very quickly head to the back door. Out to the yard. Crying real, real hard not to go to my default right now. <laughs> What's I'm your default? Thank you! Is Scissors back there yet? Yeah, yeah, no, this is well after that. This is, like, you guys have had breakfast, and it's probably an hour later. You guys are just killing time because you're waiting for the armor thing to come up. You're waiting for Maeus to wake up or whatever. You guys are just in the common room, right? killing time when this happens. Scissors will grab a sausage for the road and tap Kenneal. Let me try my what? That's exactly what I was about to say, yes. Uh, I... I will, I will be, I, I will be in the vicinity. Yeah. And I'm going to head out the front and start stealthing okay. to see if I can go spy on her a little bit. Sure. So you, you head out the front door and start sneaking around the outside of the inn. Uh, roll me a stealth roll just so we have something to use if we need it. Um, Actually, front of the inn, I'm going to climb up and use the roof. I'm a fucking okay, sure. taxi. It's like a three... It's, rogue. it's a three-story building. There's like an attic-y bit that's yeah. like a room there as well. But you managed to... You can. It has some overgrowing vines and things. There's mm-hmm. some definitely some holds. Plus, you've got those claws. You can I have a climb speed. You have a have climb speed. I have two different climb speeds that sort of work together. So yeah, yeah, you're um you're able to get up onto the onto the roof fairly quickly, uh, and with some amount of stealth, certainly. Um, Ooh, it's it's yeah, it's still wet. It's still raining. It's not blowing. The wind isn't blowing as hard at the mm-hmm. moment. It's so, but it's just you know that sort of um that sort of just constant rain that right like it's overcast and it's straight up and down. And it's just going. There's no. It's not really um coming or going and 
Um, so it's probably not a pleasant experience up on that roof, but you definitely can get up there, and it probably helps cover the noise of any sort of noises you're making as you sort of lean down over the other side and look down to see where she's at. And so now, Kenniel, you're set. You are following her out the back, yes. is it? Okay, Clearly hanging back a bit, staying within. Hold on, just a second. Sixty feet. <laughs> but it's not really. It's like. It's. I imagine that's less not difficult across yeah. the thing, but yeah, um, yeah. So you, you, she heads out the back, and then you guys stand up and you start going, and then you head at the back, and you don't immediately see her, although you, uh, she, uh, in short order, she emerges from the outhouse that is out nearby, sort of on the far side of the yard. Uh, and she uh, she sees you again and is like uh, surprised, and then sort wave, of smile and wave, you know, uh, uh, sort of pulls herself together and sort of tries to walk past you back into the back across the yard and then back into the inn, um, trying sort of not that sort of thing where you see somebody that you don't want to talk to, but you kind of have to walk past them, so you sort of just did, did it pretend you don't see them, <laughs> even though you're the only people in the yard. Yes. Actually, you're not, because the dwarf guy's banging on some armor over on the side. But he's a rather, rather sudden change of of demeanor. Um, I am going to head off. I will. I will trust scissors to keep tally on on uh, on this one. I am going out to see if she left. There is no way to put to describe this. That doesn't sound like a really bad euphemism, but you understand what I'm trying to say. You're looking to see if she left a message or something? Or, or hid something like to be picked up sure. by somebody else. Yes. Okay. No. Any okay, so you... looking for probable cause evidence. <laughs> It's all it's all terrible. You're right. Um, no, you don't. Try, you, you you search around, or you go in there and you don't see anything. Okay. Um, you're give me an insight roll. Okay. Uh, assuming this is not a lying roll, so no, no. the first one thirteen. Yeah. Uh, no, you're you're sort of your guessing is just like she's trying to act normal. Okay. With you having clearly caught her in the act of something, figured her shit out, whatever that. Yeah. Is. So now, she, yeah, now she's just like, I'm a proper person who is not a thief and is doing normal person things. Please yeah. leave me alone. Fucking liar is what you are. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But she's just like, I am not now thieving. Please leave yep. me alone. Okay. At least that's the impression you're getting off her. So. You know, clearly not uh, clearly disturbed by your attention, but um, right, yeah. Anyway, so she's headed back inside. Lo- uh, the scissors, you unfortunately just up on the roof in the rain. Yeah, spying on her worked so well after Kenneal agreed to let me handle it and then didn't. I, I, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think that I thought I would be further back than I was. Okay, yeah. so Scissors is still on the roof. He was he's actually gonna go to write a little thing 
and shoot a note in her window before going down. Aha! Sure, yeah, you can. You sort of hang down and manage to sort of tuck it through the through the um, shutters or whatever they have, whatever it is. Uh, what does it say? So it is in thieves' cant. Aha! Um, and it's basically it's a because of the way thieves' cant works, but also just yeah, yeah. It's a very basic message. Uh, if you can read this, someone's on to you. If you need help getting out and some information that would allow her to identify scissors as the person who could help her get out of the situation. Huh. Interesting. Um, that is, <laughs> that is very interesting. If she can't read it, it just looks like some person who was in this room before her yeah. left a piece of paper that was missed by the cleaning crew. Yeah. Yep, it's just, it's a random innocuous diary page or some random thing, yeah. Probably looks like someone, you know how sometimes when you're paying attention to a lecture or something, you aren't necessarily writing notes, but you're like drawing squares or something? Yeah. You know, that sort of. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, uh, yeah, so let's, let me make a... You're the one who reminded me I speak thieves can. You, uh, that is actually a, 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 you reminded me months ago that you speak oh. thieves can, and I have occasionally found places to put it that you haven't encountered before, but this is me trying to do things for yeah. your character. No, it's anyway. good. It's good. I like, <laughs> I like thieves can. It's such a fun ability. Mm. Uh, um, you actually you used it um, when you were looking uh, trying to track down the assassin. It was there was a bit right. scratched on the outside yeah. of the or the bar I, that I said don't that that try was a place it. Full of dangerous people that you shouldn't steal from. Guards. It was basically saying it was a cop bar. Yeah. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't come in here. It would be not be a good idea. Um, it's a cop uh, bar. They can smell you. Yeah. Um, two times now. It's it's been relevant. Isn't that cool? Well, three, I guess now, twice in this episode. That's uh, okay, but yeah, you don't you don't see the reaction to that, so well, that's a thing. Keneal, uh, when you come back inside, she's not there. She, uh, you don't see her in the in the common room. All right. Um, but uh, and so as you and you head back over to the uh, uh, to the table, and. Although nothing really has gotten resolved, I think that's probably the best place to end it for the moment. Mm-hmm. We can figure out what to do next week. So, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.